Do you want an amazing marriage? Are you ready to take your marriage to the next level? Then stick around for your Marriage Matters podcast with Marriage Coach Lynn. Let's put some fun and sizzle into your relationship. Do you think you need to have everything in common with your spouse? It's actually a good thing when we have differences. It can temper us. It can bring out the best in us while teaching us a few things too. Differences help us grow and appreciate each other's unique gifts and talents. It's important to have things in common with your spouse, especially values and a feeling of working together and moving in the same direction. Differences can be used to create a harmonious marriage. They are opportunities. I know from my own marriage that I've become a more generous person over time because of my husband. I've been frugal and cautious for many years, and my husband has shown that I can trust and offer to others without feeling skeptical or suspicious. From my husband, I've learned that it's important to give from a place when you don't have, rather than give your extra, which I felt more comfortable doing for many years. Our differences also bring each of us out of our own perspective and we are open to new ways of thinking and new activities. If we didn't have this difference, I wouldn't have made progress in a few areas. Today's show, we will talk about some of the general differences between men and women and how you can become your spouse's better half. Do any of you remember the sayings, behind every great man is an even greater woman? Many older gentlemen, when asked a question that required input from both spouses, would say, you'll have to ask my better half. There was a respect shown to their partner. Let's talk about the differences in the male and female brain first, general differences between men and women, and then we'll talk about how differences in your relationship can strengthen you. Dr. Nairo Shah has been able to identify differences in brain activity in the male and female brain. I'll list my sources in a link on this episode number 58 on my YouTube channel, Marriage Coach Lynn, if you want to read the articles. He found that neuronal circuits or clusters of nerve cells in close communication with one another in certain parts of the male and female brain. Neuroscientists have found differences in the male and female amygdala, brain size, hippocampus, prefrontal cortex, and limbic regions. These differences suggest the following. Women are more oriented to faces and men to things. Women retain more vivid memories of emotional events than men. Men have stronger visual spatial skills. Women have higher verbal ability, reading comprehension, and writing ability based on brain differences. Women have more fine motor skill, coordination, and perceptual ability, while men can estimate distance and direction in navigation more easily than women who prefer to rely on landmarks. There's a correlation to configuration of the brain with various maladies for men and women. Men are more likely to be diagnosed with autism, ADHD, conduct disorder, specific language impairment, Tourette's syndrome, and dyslexia. Women are more likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, PTSD, chronic pain, and anorexia nervosa. 
There is some disagreement between studies, and today I'm just mentioning a few highlights. There was one study using MRI scans that showed differences of how the male and female brain organizes activity. There are different activation patterns in the brain networks of males and females, which correlate with substantial differences in the behavior of men and women. Our differences can bring strength to our relationships and make them stronger. Wholeness is found in an interdependent relationship in which two people with self-respect and dignity make a commitment to nurture his or her own spiritual growth as well as his or her partner's, says Dr. Les Parrott. Many people believe that men are more compartmentalized and see things from an objective point of view and might tend to be analytical, while women see things in a more holistic view, looking for the bigger picture and themes. Would you agree that men are generally more competitive at play and work, are more analytical and interested in solving problems, while women like to cooperate, build consensus, and are more social and nurturing? I'm not sure if one sex has an advantage over leadership or making decisions, but I do wonder if men have an advantage when it comes to swift action and not second-guessing themselves. I served in two male-dominated fields in my early working years, first as an army officer in a military setting for eight years, and then as a manager in a trucking company for a few years. I've always thought that organizations need more female executives because I believe women offer a more comprehensive skill set. Often, we'll see that men put a huge emphasis on their working lives to the extent that they might sacrifice their home life. Working women are forced to examine life balance issues, especially if they have children, because women still take on the majority of responsibility for their children's health, appointments, activities, and household chores. This is why it's easy to see why women operate on a constant multitasking approach to life. In our culture, we continue to see evidence of men taking on protector and provider role, and women being more spiritual or religious. Women are more apt to seek psychotherapy, and our culture still thinks being religious or seeking therapy is somehow weak. What types of sex differences do you see in your household? It's important for the two of you to come upon a mutual agreement. For years, my husband has taken responsibility for the outside of our home, such as yard work, pool maintenance, and home repairs, and I've fallen into the pattern of grocery shopping and cooking. It seems to work for us. I've always admired the work of Dr. Willard Harley. He's the author of classics including His Needs, Her Needs, and Fall in Love, Stay in Love. You can find his website at marriagebuilders.com. How can you become your spouse's better half? By embracing your differences, by being grateful and appreciative of the value and worth of your spouse, by learning from each other, by realizing that you each have strengths to offer each other. The CEO of an organization usually employs a financial expert, an operations expert, a marketing expert, maybe a public relations person, project managers, human resources department, an information technology expert 
to name a few. Each of these positions is specialized and unique. The same is true in marriage. One person doesn't do everything and both spouses do not do exactly the same thing. We contribute our uniqueness to the greater good of the whole. We will continue our discussion of how to create a happy marriage as we talk about success in life and success in marriage. Have a great week and make your marriage great.